welcome to Iconic Talk. This is your community's podcast with conversations about real estate, local happenings, and all things Winchester, Virginia. I'm Mark Francis, a local realtor, broker, and owner at Icon Real Estate. And I'm Madison Kilmer, a local realtor and part of the Icon Real Estate team. Mark and I are so excited to share everything that we love about Winchester, Virginia with you. We want you to be informed, savvy real estate consumers in today's ever-changing market. Yep. If you want local knowledge, you have come to the right place. Well, excited to have you back. Welcome back. We had a little bit of a holiday respite last week which um, I hope you enjoyed that episode because McCarthy and Acres, they're amazing. They know what they're doing. And um, I just love hearing the history of their building too. <laughs> and now we have our own building. We have a building that we continue to talk about. Yes. 1757, um, which by the way, quick segue, you're going to learn a little bit about something that's older than this building in our upcoming interview. So you, we need a little bit of a background more of you, Madison, where you grew up. <laughs> and things that you've done before your time here at Icon. So, um, where do I even start? I don't even know. <laughs> so uh, tell us what your, where your family house is, where you grew up. So I have been in the same house since I was two, mm. three years old. I've moved back and forth, but apparently I just can't get away from my parents' house. It's my favorite thing in the world. My brother actually got married there. Cool. So we all joke around and say that that house is never going to be out of the family. It's like a wedding venue um, then. If you, yeah, if you can get married there, right? It is. It literally, <laughs> it has everything. Like I'm obsessed with it. Everyone that knows me knows that I am such a homebody. I will never leave. Um, but we all joke that it's actually zoned to have one more house, so we could put another property on there, okay. and we okay. could put somebody in the backyard. But no, I've definitely. But it's I've on had my, Middle Road, right? Yes, it is. We won't give away the exact address. No, I don't think my mom would like that very much. If right. I told you guys my address, but um, I'm right across from Orchard View. I went there. I literally rode my bike would walk my dogs there every day i think it's just like the cutest little like story to grow up to awesome um my mom would wake my or walk my bike up the hill every day after i rode it down and now that i'm older i know i really appreciate everything that she's done but i did work at this place i don't know if you've heard of it it's not very popular yet west oaks oh (laughs) yes wow we talk about it almost every week here i know yeah that place is popping off i worked there three summers ago um, when I was finishing my college degree. Mm -hmm. Um, I did a little bit of everything. I worked at the back counter, the produce stand. Um, I did weddings. I I did a lot of the events, actually, the weddings. Mm -hmm. Um, So when we had back-to-back nights and they needed a bartender and then they needed someone to set up, I was the one at 3 a.m. flipping the whole scene, um, getting it ready from one event, cleaning up, getting the next one ready so the bride and their family could walk in the next day. Um, And it was probably the most fun I've ever had. That's that's impressive because that's a lot of work. But it was so fun. And I mean, just after when you talk with Levi, you understand. But I really do strongly believe that if you treat your employees well and they feel valued and it's just a team environment Mm -hmm. that everything runs so much smoother and West Oaks is a perfect example of that. That's true. We all were team. I mean, it's hard to get along with someone at one, two in the morning after bartending for five hours. Um, I say bartending, it was wine. I don't think they do liquor, but wine and beer. Um, And and carrying these heavy, heavy tables up this long ramp that weighed like hundreds of pounds. And we were all laughing, dancing, (laughs) singing, having fun. We got to just wear t-shirts and workout clothes at that point. 
um, and somehow eat all the leftover catered food. Oh, yeah. Late night snacks. Of course. Um, and it was so fun. And now I go with my friends and I sit and I watch the lawn just filled with hundreds. Literally. I don't even know. They might be hundreds. I have no thousands. idea. I, I swear sometimes it's gotten to the thousands, but I'm yeah. not good at judging that. Yeah. Um, it's just, it's so crazy to me the timeline of watching and I literally physically watched it from sure. my house. Uh-huh. Um, and I think it really just, it, it portrays like the Winchester dream. Well, I it's mean, an you can amazing, you've given an amazing setup cause we have, um, a, a great chat with, uh, one of the owners, the managers, family members, Levi snap from West Oaks farm and market. And, um, you're going to hear, how they are just a family of entrepreneurs, of visionaries, but then also can get stuff done. Yeah. And because they have created uh, an empire in Winchester that I feel like everybody knows about. They, oh, yeah. you know, I've been to weddings there. I've been to corporate training events there. I've been to uh, just outdoor festivals there. I've been to concerts there. I've done my shopping there. Uh, you, you name it, and I think everybody who's listening will probably say, oh, yeah, sure, I know what you're talking about. And yeah. he gets a chance to unpack the history behind all of this because it is very fresh and recent. But people don't think that. They don't it's think so that. It's so popular. Yeah. If you heard it was only there for five years, you would think that it's been here. The way forever. that it is built, and they have diversified the experience that you have when you arrive um, is impressive. So... You did an amazing job of setting this up. Listen now to our chat with Levi Snap. We're here with Levi from West Oaks and um, excited to have you here because like you guys are the talk of the town. So <laughs> what is up? Loving being here. I mean, yeah. we, we want to be everywhere we can and be involved. So That's awesome. Well, the, the last name Snap, yeah, that is... That's kind of a, a family name that goes deep into Winchester. Tell us about your roots of uh, how long has the family been in town? Sure. I mean, there, there's actually surprisingly a handful of different Snap families in the area. Uh-huh. And um, it, it's funny, I get a lot of people coming up to me like, oh, do you know such and such? Or do you know this Snap or that Snap? And actually, while we do have, I mean, a handful of relatives in the area, I mean, my Snap family is relatively small. Um, Unfortunately, like I said, because we are, we have been in the area for so long, but I mean, we're, we're families with the Brumbach family and um, a handful of others that goes way back. But um, at least as far as what I call my direct kind of cousins and aunts and uncles and folks like that, we're a pretty small family, but we still are close friends with a lot of other SNAP families in the area. But we've been here um, actually in Frederick County since 1755. Wow. So a couple of years. Wow. Just a couple of years. <laughs> yeah. The building we're in right now is 1757. Oh, so there you go. You, there you, you, go. We beat you, you got us beat there with that <laughs> building, but Winchester goes way back. That's kind of cool. It's an awesome place. So. And so you were born and raised here, I I'm was. assuming? I was. Yep. yep. So my brother and sister and I and my cousins were the 10th generation mm-hmm. on our family farm here in Frederick County. We actually we still have the original land grant from Lord Fairfax wow. from the original acreage that we got there in the Opecan area. And um, like I said, 10 generations later, and actually just now the 11th generation, I just had a daughter. Um, so cool. that's super exciting. Yes. Um, but yeah, I've been here my whole life. Um, like I said, went off to college for a few years, and that's really the only time I've been away. Okay. Where'd you go to school? Virginia Tech. 
Nice. Mm-hmm. So you're hokey. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I have to be. Did you have a, what was your major? What was it agriculturally based? Oh uh, yeah. So, um, like coming out of high school, I wasn't a hundred percent sure what we wanted to do because, um, the newer location on middle road hadn't quite been established yet. It was in the works. So, um, you hear a lot about other family farms where the family farm almost kind of dies or mm. struggles because too many relatives try to stay on the farm mm. and take from the, the farm income. So, uh, my older brother had already decided to stay back with the farm after his college experience. So um, I was off to looking for other things. And then uh, the kind of in the transition of going to college, and I went for, um, I was kind of shooting for engineering or something like that in the beginning. But then the newer market kind of started to evolve a little bit. And I kind of talked with my parents and we all kind of agreed like, okay, this thing's actually going to be hmm. pretty big. And um, we could definitely use, I mean, my opportunities back here to help with the family business and things. So that's when I kind of changed my route in college and jumped back into more of an agricultural degree. And I managed in or majored in agricultural business. Okay. And then I did like a kind of a small area hospitality, or I did some like a minoring kind of in hospitality and tourism to learn the events side of the business as well. Interesting. So I love that story because as just somebody who just has seen the the West Oaks farm pop up and you think, Oh, this thing is brand new. It just appeared. First of all, you guys have been around for a long time, been doing farming for a long time. And it was an intentional decision to create this venue. Oh, definitely. Walk um, us through how, what, what was behind the scenes with that? I mean, that, that's a, that's a long story. I mean, but really, I mean, to try to condense it, we, we've been farmers for years and years, like I said, back since the 1700s, uh, mostly uh, beef cattle farmers and apple orchards. That's just like what Winchester's known for, lots of apple orchards. But then about 20 years ago or so, there was this opportunity to start selling direct to mm. the customer. Mm-hmm. We saw all our folks doing it and wanted to jump in. So we started selling sweet corn actually just on the bed of a truck in um, a neighbor's front yard. And uh, it, was a, it was a great opportunity. Cool. And we kind of just snowballed into like a little uh, carnival trailer where we sold snow cones. Uh-huh. And I remember being like six or seven years old selling snow cones and sweet corn. Um, and I would have never realized what we were going to grow to today, but we built a, a larger location there on Cedar Creek grade where we lived for about another 10 years or so, um, with the market. And then, um, we just had this idea where we wanted to grow. We wanted to grow. We were kind of landlocked where we were. We didn't really want to add something larger to our actual home farm okay. just because we wanted to keep it separate to where we could really engulf the idea of bringing customers on to explore and enjoy the entire area, which is a little bit harder to do on your home operation. Mm. Um, but I commend the folks that do it. So we found this piece of property from the Robinson family, another, I mean, f- large agricultural family in the area and um, kind of jumped in with them and they gave us a good opportunity to purchase that piece of land there on Middle Road. And the ideas just kind of started flowing. And I give my dad the majority of the credit because uh-huh. I mean, he really, um, really spearheaded this project working with some close friends of his kind of touring other markets other opportunities asking other farmers in different areas what they liked and didn't like about their operations so that way we could really kind of hone in on what we thought would work well for us Hmm. Um, obviously the forefront is definitely the farmers market that's why we've been here all along Um, but selling produce and kind of the on the farm experiences is what we wanted to really have so Mm -hmm. your corn maze your pumpkin patch your hay rides the festivals all the good opportunities to bring people to the farm to enjoy them. And then we also saw the opportunity for wedding venues that were popping up in our area, um, as well as food. I mean, Winchester's a fantastic place for food, um, food and drinks and live entertainment. And so what kind of started to be uh, like a farmer's market with a couple other things added on 
quickly turned into a lot of other things as well as the farmer's market, which has just been a, a yeah. roller coaster, yeah. but very fun. Well, that's, it's an amazing just to hear you say all that because what you're saying rings true with me of what I've seen. You're absolutely right. The area around here before you guys existed was lacking in wedding venues. It was lacking in kind of experiential farming, just a destination location. There's one or two out there. Um, but other than that, a lot of people were traveling probably to Loudoun County, um, Shenandoah County, maybe. I don't know. Like, what were some of the, and again, you can't view them as competition because they're far away. So what you guys have built is truly very destination based. What did you guys find of the pros and cons of what other people had out there to, to either replicate or to say, oh, no, I'm not doing that? Um. It, it, everybody we talk to, it's always definitely a, I mean, kind of a, a big eye opener of, uh, well, be careful. Like I said, when you bring people onto your farm, there's a lot that goes into it. Mm. Um, so, I mean, that's, that's a lot of the things we focused on is how we can navigate people, how we can handle the crowds. So that way, hopefully when we, we grow and did grow into larger festivals and events and things like that, we can handle those amount of people, mm-hmm. which is kind of how we picked the placement of the business and on the property and different things. Um, but another big thing that folks talked about was just storage, obviously like Hmm. in any business or in any building, um, it's amazing the amount of storage you really need. And so folks talked about lack of storage space or needing extras or just kind of creating a larger footprint. Um, the challenges of when you're an open business, adding more things on, like we have some large cold storages and, uh, the picnic shelter and some things like that, that we were going to add in later and different things, but we went ahead and threw in immediately because of the challenges of adding one in the Sounds future. like a house. Right. Yeah. It's exactly right. It's right. You, you kind of can outgrow yourself out of a house or finish the square footage of a house too much. I, right. I've done that. Right. Finish off the basement and then I'm thinking to myself, holy cow, where am I going to store my Christmas tree? You know? Like You're exactly it's, right. It's gone. <laughs> so, and, and it's amazing how quickly you think you can grow into something. When we first built the place, we were like, what are we going to put in all these areas? Um, why is this? I mean, the building's humongous, and we're now glad that it is because we just hmm. we're already maxing it out, and uh, um, just with different storage, whether it's seasonal decorations or um, equipment for events and things like that. Mm-hmm. So, so tell us more about your journey then. So you were at Tech when when all this was happening. And, oh, right. And so then, you, did you change your degree, or did you adapt? It sounds like to kind of go more down a little bit of some business classes and tourism classes, right. things like that. So kind of like I guess as we purchased the property, and I was still, I mean, a junior senior in high school, and obviously I had my mind on a million other things and wasn't really paying attention to the bigger picture, or really, I mean, understood and it was, I mean, fully fathomed what my parents were putting together for a growth of a farmers market. Um, And then uh, as we kind of started looking at the drawings and they started coming back and we started kind of moving land to kind of lay out the uh, the foundation and the size of the building and things, I was getting into Virginia Tech at that point. And that's when I I did realize, like I said, it was going to be a bigger project that something I could really come back and help sink my teeth into and help with the family, which, excuse me, which I wanted to do all along. Mm -hmm. I love staying with the family. So. Um, I, that's when I did, like I said, change kind of my mindset in college of more of the agricultural route and how can I better myself to help come back and manage the business with the family. And um, I was back and forth from college a lot of weekends and uh, it was a three hour drive, but yeah. I made it a lot of different weekends. Yeah. And my parents, like I said, they were super transparent um, and super helpful to where it's like, we want you to enjoy college. We want you to go and do other things if you choose to, but obviously 
we're glad to be able to offer an opportunity for you here hmm. if you'd like. Hmm. So for that, I'm very thankful for them that they just, they wanted to provide that opportunity for our family to stay together and help with the business. That's, it wasn't like a, well, you're going to have to come back now because look at what we're doing. Right. But they, they could tell that I was potentially going to have to leave the family business because like I said, you don't want it to try to take too much from it. Right. Um, and so I'm thankful that they wanted to take a leap of faith of like a, we want our family to be involved. We want to have opportunities here. And that's where I think a lot of this really grew from. Yeah. And even to the point where, like I said, my wife works full time at the market as well, too, and managing it with me and my mom. So we're, it, it's, a, it's growing. That's it's huge. It's amazing. So give us the timing. So the purchase of the property. So first of all, I, let's talk about that real quick, because you, you said that one of the cons you didn't want, you found that people didn't necessarily want to be living and hanging out and doing their farming in the same vicinity mm-hmm. of like a destination venue like that well, right it, it can just be challenging because i mean like i said we want people to come onto the farm we want them to roam we want them to look around we want them to walk through the orchards we want them to walk down the gravel roads and see the scenery and uh-huh. see all these different things and at our, at our home farm operation where we have our shop and our house and other buildings and um, other equipment parts and sheds and tractors driving left and right through the orchards on a daily basis it, it causes, it causes yeah. more dangers right. for the public, and, and we would have to kind of section them off at different places. And um, that's one of the things that I do love about the business is that people do tend to wander, mm-hmm. and they want to look around. They want to experience it. And so we wanted to provide them a better opportunity where they could do that more safely and freely and um, kind of see the whole place versus, like I said, coming onto our home operation where all of our, our shops and things So are. how close is that? See, the West Oaks, close the farmer's market where people know and they see you is Middle Road, mm-hmm. and then you guys are just down the road? So our home farm is actually located just around the corner on Cedar Creek Grade, mm-hmm. um, just out from Marker Miller's farm market. Okay. So we're kind of neighbors with them. So like I've grown up kind of being able to go over there to see their place, and uh-huh. we're really good friends with um, that family. And so our operation is, like I said, just south of that on the other side of the Nice. Road. Nice. And so the timing then, the year that we're talking about here of when you guys started to start breaking ground and building that that venue, how it, long is that? It been? was about an eight year project, mm. give or take, eight or eight or nine years. So I was probably a you know sophomore in high school, or so it might have been two thousand twelve mm-hmm. whenever um we purchased the land, roughly. Um, 2010, 2012. And then it took, I mean, five or six years of kind of planning and ideas and drawing. Um, drafting and visiting other locations to where we really broke ground in around 20, I guess, 15. So it was about four to five years, really, that we did Mm -hmm. a lot of planning Um, because I know it was about a two-year build. So if we broke ground in around 2016, we opened our doors in spring of 2018. Okay. So And we weren't finished by any means. Like I said, it was kind of strawberry season was rolling around the corner, and we we were getting ready to open our Pick Your Own patch again for the – third or fourth year that we'd been in that location we had already kind of started getting people to that location with our pumpkin patch our corn maze our Mm -hmm. pick your own strawberry patch and the whole time we were building this bigger building up on top of the hill Mm -hmm. but we were having to utilize like a small brown shed at the bottom of the hill while keeping our other market open on cedar creek grade so then finally in the spring of 18 when strawberries were ready we said well we really don't want it's we're so close we want people to come up to the building when we're advertising them to come out to the farm again this year. So we went ahead and kind of threw as much as we could together. We had a lot of great help. Um, another interim manager, Mr. Salyer, he did a fantastic job kind of getting us underway. And uh, the kitchen wasn't quite ready yet, but the event space was and the farmer's market was. Okay. 
So we opened up with those two areas and then our kitchen opened throughout the summer of 2018 and then we had our grand opening fall festival in uh, the fall of 18, which is kind of a kickstart. Nice. That's, it seems like you've been around forever, yeah. but we're talking just five Feels years, like right? <laughs> yeah, five years you know? really since we opened the doors there. Well, you guys have done an amazing job with the branding, with the marketing, and with, again, creating a, a reason for people to show up any season and any weekend. Uh, I think we talk about this all the time. Yeah. We, we, we brag about all the events you've got going on. <laughs> well, we're tired of it. We're like, oh, there's another event happening at West yep, Oaks this yep. weekend, you know? I know, and I was just kind of looking at the timeline because I've been fortunate enough to watch it grow, literally, from yeah. my house right on the hill. But, I mean, from someone that's worked there and then also visited and, and been a part um, of seeing the growth, I mean, we went from, I checked, you have 30K followers on Facebook now. I mean, I was just talking about VIP passes. Half the time I try to go late to the music festivals and I literally can't get in because it's at capacity. I mean, you have that big mural now on the wall. Um, the menu is completely changed, right? You've, oh, yeah. you've completely, um, I mean, now it's, it's, it went to like a fun place to be to everybody's out there every Friday, Saturday night. Um, what has the timeline been like? I mean, we're talking about five years from going from a farmer's market to being booked out every single weekend. Um, it's, it's kind of one of those things where it's like a, um, I'm trying to think of the wording, but, um, like you kind of do whatever you can to survive, I guess, yeah. kind of thing. It's like a survival mentality where, um, obviously that, that was a humongous, um, expense for some farmers. Sure. Yeah. A, bi- it's a big a investment. Big investment. That's, yep. the, yeah. that's it. So, I mean, basically we jumped into that space and we saw the opportunities um, but obviously, like in any other business, the bills start rolling in. Yeah. And so that's when we, it just causes us to get creative. Um, so luckily, like I said, we had a lot of people involved. And it was kind of like, a, well, we got a free weekend. Let's try that. Yeah. Well, we got a free Friday night. Let's try that. Well, um, I hear live music really does well. Let's try that. Um, well, people seem to like barbecue. Let's have a barbecue festival. They like peaches. Let's have a peach festival. So, And then it kind of just snowballed into like, and also in the beginning, we were like running around not knowing what we were doing and we would call every single friend I had, all the family members I had and just say, please come, please help. Like, we don't know what we're doing. There's, I think there's going to be a thousand people here. I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know if 200 people or 2000 people are going to show up. Please come and help us. And it was an awesome journey that I can look back on now and be thankful for because there was those days where we were just way over our heads. There's some days where I've driven by and I mean, you got lines backed out to Middle Road coming in. Yeah, that's a good thing. It's but that's also a scary game. thing it, that it you're like, be. "Holy cow, what are we doing?" And Maddie, you kind of dropped the bomb. That like, yeah, you did work there, so we got to hear a little bit better yeah. oh, yeah. what, what goes on behind I the had scenes so there. Much fun. That's right. <laughs> I did. I mean, it says a lot that I work there, and I still like to go every weekend. So <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Yep. Good boss. Uh, good bosses, I guess. Right. They're all right. Sure. <laughs> sure. <laughs> But I mean, did you plan to have the events kind of take, I mean, I know it's a farmer's market and I go there all the time. My family goes, I think whenever we are low on produce or something, we're mm-hmm. like, oh, we got to run across the West Oaks. But did you plan for the events to be as big as they are today? Like, was that the dream or did it just kind of happen? It was definitely, I mean, a, a hope and a dream and a vision and like a who knows, maybe that'll happen. And like I said, I, yeah. I give a lot of credit to, like I said, Marker Miller, who's right down the road from me growing up. I drove past there every weekend, and the parking lot is just full. The whole field is full. 
And um, we were always so impressed by how they did things. And we just said, well, I mean, and like you mentioned earlier, it's not competition. I mean, we're, we're friends with those families, just like the folks over on Hill High, the Wright family. Yep, right. um, we're good friends with all of them. We share ideas. We talk about business. And the goal is that we want people to kind of skip from one to the other and kind of hit all, all businesses because they're going to make a whole day trip out of it. But, but like I said, I remember driving by there as a kid or even as these ideas started growing and just thinking, wow, like, what is that like? Like, how do they <laughs> handle that? How do they manage that? Will we ever get to that point? And, um, yeah, and over, over the years, and the, I mean, thank God that we got so much support from our local community that people come out and they, they line the driveways. And then we have our parking lot. We have an overflow parking lot. We have an over-overflow parking mm-hmm, lot. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's, a, it's a blessing, really. But, like I said, it, it was, I wouldn't say, like I said, we weren't planning for that because that was the goal. That was definitely a hope. But it was, you know, it, we didn't expect it to happen so quickly. Of yeah. all the things that you do, whether it be just selling produce to music to entertainment for families, to the shop, to the store, to weddings. I'm just rounding off a few of the things. What's the most fun for you to be a part of? Um, it, it really all comes together in just the amount of people that I get to meet. I am so thankful, at least in my position, kind of kind of helping oversee a lot of different things. And I think our employees feel the same way. We have we have a lot of regular customers, um, and we're, we're thankful for their loyalness coming in regularly. Um, but having the wedding venue, having the event venue, having the live musics, having um, the kitchen where people just come and shop and eat eat food as well, um, it has just tremendously given us an opportunity to meet so many people. Um, so I mean, festivals and activities and like things like that where we can get a lot of people out are definitely some of my favorites. Um, when we were still growing, I, I helped manage the event facility part of the business in the beginning when we were first starting it out, mm-hmm. kind of figuring it all mm-hmm. out. And uh, I enjoy meeting all the clients there. Now we're thankful to have um, two fantastic event managers that kind of help manage that part of the business for us, but we're still involved in. But the amount of people that we get to meet is great. Um, Anytime that we can kind of offer things back to the community, Mm -hmm. we try to keep Mm -hmm. as many, even though like, obviously we're all here to make money in a business and things, we have to sell things and try to charge for different things. But we're, we're trying to provide that experience. I mean, there's a lot of free things that you can come and enjoy on the farm and right. just walk through and a breath of fresh air and a beautiful scenery and, um, excuse me, some live music or something like that. So we just want people to enjoy the experience on the farm, but getting to meet all those people hmm. and talk to them about where they're from and how far they drove to get here or the, the other business they just came from while they're in the area or who told them to come and, oh, that's a good friend of mine and kind of making uh, relationships and connections that way has been yeah. really fun. Yeah, that's cool. I mean, that's what Winchester is all about. Right. It's just a small town vibe where you do get a chance to get to know people on a more deeper level and you show up and you bump into people at a farmer's market that's amazing you know it's just like that's just all part of a typical weekend here in winchester you know right my friends joke with me all the time because i mean i just i never really get out much anymore because i'm we're, always, we're working a lot and i'm like well if you want to see me you know where to find me but um that's that's the fun part too is that I mean, i'm kind of working and enjoying it at the same time but i get to see so many of my friends and family too um or just people i haven't seen since high school or um, other people that I've met throughout Winchester and different business relations and stuff, and I get to meet with them there at the business, and mm-hmm. um, it's really reassuring. And I'm just so thankful that they're willing to come out and support our families, and then we can try to look for opportunities to support them as mm-hmm. well. What's next on the horizon? You guys obviously have an amazing marketing mind, and and you're willing to take some risks, and you're willing to jump out and just try things, which is perfect for an entrepreneur and for a business to grow. 
So you've got to have some ideas. You know, give us a taste of like what might be next for West Oaks. Yeah, I mean, we, we kind of, our family keeps a running list of like, oh, wouldn't that be cool to try? Or so-and-so does this and that'd be really fun. Um, and like I said, I mean, a lot of them you just kind of throw out there and we've had some duds. We've had some mm-hmm. events that it's like, well, let's not do that one again. <laughs> or, or this one was a huge success. Let's grow it next year. Let's grow it next year. Um, and I mean, just with the, luckily with the footprint we have, we have a lot of room to expand. We have 200 acres there on Middle Road. Um, I love the fact that we are on the top of the hill because mm-hmm. the, the view is fantastic. Mm-hmm. But that just means that anything else I add is at the bottom of the hill. Uh-huh. Um, so that's, that's a huge challenge that we kind of look at on a regular basis. Even, like I said, our overflow lots and our pick your own um, pumpkin patch and strawberries and all that stuff is at the bottom of the hill. And mm-hmm. I, I w- sometimes I wish we were just in this big flat surface, but then I wouldn't have the beautiful view that we have. I'll give um, you an idea. There's a slide. You can, oh yeah. You oh know, no. Slides are going to be perfect a, a, a for that A landslide. Just put, build that in, make little, little ripples in it. And That's right. Put a little fun thing at the bottom of it and send people back up like it's a ski lift, right? Yep. That, yeah. I mean, and other people <laughs> have done it and other people have created them. And so, I mean, obviously everything costs money, but that's definitely the route that we want to go is we want to push more into the kids' Mm -hmm. entertainment and kids' adventure, um, exciting opportunities there. Because there is definitely a handful of good kids' venues and kids' fun things to do in the area, but not as much as I think Winchester could offer. Mm -hmm. So um, we've toured a lot of different ones in different areas, and I mean, a lot of our, I mean, farmers markets and other businesses like ourselves have um, playgrounds and things like that. But there's an opportunity to, I think, expand there. Um, so we're, we're looking at a couple areas to see where we could potentially add some more of that kind of stuff in, um, whether it's animals or slides or mm-hmm. more kids equipment and things like that. I can't give all my ideas. Oh, I know. I hear you. I know, there I know is, listening out you, there. you say you are friendly with everybody, <laughs> but there is competition out yeah, there. You know, yeah. you got to make sure you do it right and do right. it well, which I'm sure you guys will. But, but kids stuff that's, we want, yeah. we want more kids. Like I said, I think we already have an awesome opportunity for kids there where parents can come and they can enjoy themselves. Their kids can enjoy themselves. We have a couple great fun pieces of, uh, of farm equipment that they can play on and mm-hmm. slides and swings, but um, we would love to do more kids' events and just have kids' areas to play. Yep, that's so. awesome. Well, you've done it very well, and um, it's very apparent that you guys have a, a good business mind and you are helping the community, which is amazing as well. Um, just one last final question before we wrap it up just going back to your roots the just the products like so where they come from and the freshness of them you know give us a taste of just what what is currently out there right now what can be purchased um what's fresh what are you excited about selling from like the farm sure yeah i mean that's that's definitely like another one of my favorite parts of the business is that because it's it's our roots it's where we've come from it's it's agriculture selling our own produce from our farm Mm -hmm. to local families Mm -hmm. i mean we try to grow as much as we possibly can okay there are certain things in the area you just can't and there's certain things too that um it's just too labor intensive in order to grow them so you kind of have to grow in smaller increments but um we want to grow as much things as we can so our big ticket is definitely apples Mm -hmm. um just because of the area but we actually sell we we sell a lot majority of our apples go to larger wholesalers like gerber baby foods and nouse foods and a couple others like bowman andros down south um and they go into different products but also like i said we do sell our apples fresh in the market peaches cherries um, sweet corns are big ticket item. We've kind of started off of, like mm-hmm. I said, on the back of a truck when right. we were younger. Um, so that just came in last week. So that's that's definitely the hot item right now. We got peaches coming in, um, but we're also doing squash, zucchini. We have a bunch of different varieties of fun, like summer squash, um, that kind of create cool cool opportunities for 
um, new recipes in your kitchen. We do a crop box every week that my wife puts together. Kate, she, um, she grabs all these different items, her and my mom, from the farm that are coming in fresh. And they'll pick, I don't know, nine or ten different items and put them in a box. We call it the crop box. Hmm. And there's no sign-up necessary. You just kind of come in. And we'll put fun, different things in there that you probably wouldn't grab off the shelf when okay. you're shopping. Okay. Um, like, I think last week they put in, like, this pointy-headed cabbage that it looks really strange. Everybody thinks cabbage. They think a big, round basketball cabbage. And this one really tapers off into a point. Huh. Or there's another product called, like, kohlrabi that looks like a turnip. And um, it's got a different flavor to it, but it's things, it's just, it's kind of weird, strange things that we'll find and we'll grow and we want to put an opportunity to put it on your table. So we'll put a recipe in there with it. Cool. So like, not only it's like you pull it out of the box and it's like, what is this? So then we'll tell you on the recipe card and then we'll give you a recipe to make out of it. That's awesome. So love that idea too. It's fun. Yeah. Like people love it for their kids because they're teaching their kids new produce. They can actually see where the produce is coming from. Like we're going to buy straight from the farmer. We're not going to go to the, the big grocery store chains, which are really hard to compete with now because they have some pretty decent produce as well, but it's still not local. It's Mm -hmm. not, it wasn't picked that morning. I mean, mm-hmm. 99% of the produce that you're getting your hands on in our store was picked in the last 24 to 36 hours because we do try to pick it every single day because we want you we want you to get produce that right. was picked that morning. Right. Yeah, totally. So that's a big deal. Yeah. So we love that opportunity. Cool. We'll give you a pop quiz. What are the, what are the events coming up here? Like so how well do you know what's going on? Because it's so busy. I'm oh, yeah. Sure. Yeah, no, there's so. a lot. We just wrapped up our uh, barbecue, brews, and bluegrass festival this past Saturday. Mm-hmm. That was a lot of fun. Um, here over the course of July, we don't have a lot of big events just because um, it's vacation season. Mm-hmm. Everybody's away doing different things. But we still have our concert series every Friday evening. Our, it's called our, our farm, like Shaking the Stalks farm concert series nice. um so it's a lot of fun like i said people can come out and enjoy the farm and listen to music um but this friday night we got a sold out band there's a great band oh, here in winchester yeah yeah we got a lot of a lot of big heavy hitters coming up in the next couple of weeks i mean was sold out and then chris darlington the following week and then uh, lonesome river band okay. a, a great bluegrass band uh, that were coming up the end of july and then the very first weekend in uh, August, we have our Peaches and Beaches Festival. Cool. So that'll be a fun. We kind of put a fun. new twist on it. Um, like I said, just kind of trying to kind of get creative with it. It's like, oh, it's a peach festival. Like, we'll have peach milkshakes. We'll have peaches for sale. We'll sell peach salsa and maybe some peach beers in the bar and uh-huh. stuff. Um, but we did Peaches and Beaches, so it'll be kind of like luau themed where we'll have like lays and flowers and... Um, I don't know. We got a couple other tricks we're going to try to pull out and see what we can do in the last minute here. Nice. I'm really bad about like thinking of something last minute and it's like, and the, the whole team is kind of like, oh, well, are you sure we can kind of figure all that out that quick? And I'm like, yeah, we'll figure it out. It's all right. Nice. Um, I well, love it. Well, and everybody brings their ideas in and we kind of throw it all together and it's kind of hectic. And then the Monday afterwards, we're like, okay, wow, we actually did it. That went kind of well. How can we improve that next year? So um, those are the next big things coming up. We'll have some fall festivals later in October and September where we open our corn maze and pumpkin patch. Mm-hmm. We just got that all mowed up for the year. Um, so looking forward to it. Fall season's right around the corner. That's right. Harvest time is here. It's crazy. You know? how I mean, I can't believe it's already July. I know. We're already, I mean, booking Christmas parties for uh, for businesses and things like that. I don't know if y'all That's are throwing great. a Christmas party. But... We do. Yep. We do. I was going to ask, what do you have going on in winter? I feel like... 
are you going to have a lot of events this winter or is that probably a slow time for events but yeah so i mean definitely there's a reason why a lot of other farmers markets and businesses close in the winter months mm -hmm. it's just because it, it's really hard to get creative and do different things we only have a limited amount of produce coming at that time of year we do supplement and buy some in but we'll try to make up for it with the events and things luckily with our multiple different event spaces we'll try to host as many christmas parties as we can um that's a good opportunity for us because we also offer in-house catering so we'll do Christmas parties and the catering for those. Um, we host a big, um, on, I guess, the Saturday of Thanksgiving, it's Small Business Saturday. Mm -hmm. So one of the, either that Saturday or Sunday, we do a big craft show where we'll um, bring in a lot of different vet craft vendors from around the area or home businesses, different things that draws a big crowd over the weekend. Um, in the winter month, like in December, we'll have Santa Claus out. Um, we'll do another Christmas craft show. And then actually into January, that's when we start our winter entertainment series where we actually stay open, excuse me, a little bit later, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday nights where we'll do music bingo and cornhole and live music. And I was going to um, say, I popped like in that. on a cornhole event and I had no idea it was going on. Oh, and yeah. I was like, West Oaks is open tonight? And we yeah. popped in there and <laughs> it was just fascinating to watch the amazing cornhole players play. And they imp they're impressive. <laughs> yeah. And that's an amazing, that's perfect winter opportunity yeah. and it's just Play it's indoors. fun so it's, we're just looking for other opportunities for revenue i mean to keep the doors open um i, I don't want to try to like lay a lot of people off we want to keep our mm -hmm. our staff with hours and keep ourselves busy and keep things going throughout the winter but it, it does get challenging because you can't do anything outside very right. well right. we got a heck of a hill for sledding so i really <laughs> want to utilize that one day um, but then I also got to figure out how to get all the snow to keep from tracking in the business. Uh -huh. All those little kids wanting to come in for hot chocolate and stuff. But it's a good opportunity. So we're, we're still being creative with it. And like I said, it's one of those things you kind of do it to survive. Yep. Um, COVID taught us that. To kind of pull something out of your back pocket and hope it works. And if not, try something else. You'll figure it out. I'm sure you will. <laughs> yeah. Well, we haven't given you the opportunity to share all the information about where you are, how to contact, website, Tell us all about where people can find you. Yeah, sure. I mean, um, obviously the best thing is Facebook. Um, we, we really push Facebook because it's, it's pretty affordable and it's a good opportunity to post our events, photos, lunch specials, activities, um, what's coming in from the farm, the crop boxes, all that stuff. And I'll also be honest that I'm, I'm not technologically inclined as much as I should be. Mm -hmm. And I don't keep our website up to date as I should, but that is something we're actively working on. Um, and thankfully my wife, Kate, coming on, she's going to help me with that a lot. So um, our Facebook is the way to go. We're also on Instagram. Um, our website's www.westoaksfarm-market.com. Okay. Um, all of our emails and phone numbers are pretty easy to get a hold of if anybody sure. has any questions. We'll find you there. So that's right. Love it. Otherwise, we're at 4305 Middle Road. Middle Road. There right it is. Right next to the elementary school. And it's the elementary school and across from where Madison grew up. That's yes, right. There you that's go. Right. Well, thank you so much for being here. You're a wealth of knowledge. I love it. I love hearing all the behind-the-scenes stuff. And trust me, we'll continue to share with our audience what's going on with you guys. So, sure thing. I appreciate thanks it. Thanks so much, Levi. Well, I don't know how much better you can get, but Levi is down-to-earth and um, just really cool dude. And you, you said this in the beginning, Madison, that is amazing people to work for. And you can hear that. Yeah. From his conversations and his his attitude towards his family as well. I mean, oh, yeah. I like my family. You like yours. But there's times where we don't get along. Yeah. And, and he's just like, they were just flexible with him going to school and saying, you can do what you need to, but we want you back here. There just seemed like a yeah. lot of 
family love going on. Also, how crazy is it for him to look back and say, they said, hey, you know, if you, if you want to, you can, you know, yeah. and, and now it's like this huge empire that now he's all grown. in. And yeah. it's just, it's so funny that it's so casual. Hey, you know, if you want to come back and, and have this amazing, incredible opportunity to grow. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But eight years in the making, to me, that was something I learned. Like, wow. I mean, it does, it truly, to do it well, you have to have a vision and a game plan. And for an eight year game plan, it has turned out well. What did you, what did you learn from the chat with him? Um, I mean, as we talked about it again, just going through the timeline of everything that they've created, but also I'm so blown away about the way he talks about other farmers markets. Uh-huh. I was, I was super nervous to talk about other ones cause they're competitors Competition. and then they, he has a great, he knows all of them by family. Sure. I mean, that's just, I think that really shows the community aspect of West Oaks and Winchester as a whole, just the fact that. They learn from each other. They grow from each other. Promote each other. He said he he promotes people going to, mm-hmm. to other. Yeah. I mean that that's. I think that that speaks volumes of what the values um, and ethics that West Oaks holds. Yeah. And the Snap family. And it's just a microcosm of Winchester, Virginia. I, I believe that yeah. of just how like just a small town vibe. Help each other out. Say hello to your neighbor and and just uh, even if somebody in your own industry. Hey. We're partners. We'll do it together. Yeah, supporting local. Supporting local, local. Supporting local. I mean, what's you got more it. wholesome than that? And he mentioned sold out, which is happening tomorrow night. So mm-hmm. um, let's just give another plug for that. I, I, again, he, I feel like he rattled off tons of different things that are going on. But up and coming, you know, even tomorrow night. So what are the details on that? So uh, Zach Townsend is opening at 5 and then sold out will be 7 to 10. Um, I would definitely, from my experience, get there before sold out starts, mm. or you probably will not get parking. Mm-hmm. And it looks like it's going to be a ten dollars admission fri- or fee for Friday night, and kids twelve and under will be free. Cool. I mean, it's you can't beat that. I no. mean, for an amazing experience, weather is going to be nice again. Great it's going to be warm. Drinks. Exactly. So. Your Live kids can play on the, I mean, they've got the play sets for the kids. Sure. Um, I would definitely bring lawn chairs because last time I forgot and I was sitting in the grass. <laughs> um, so bring Just lawn don't chairs. be allergic to grass, right? <laughs> You're going to be outdoors. Sure. Um, what are the other things happening this weekend in town? So actually the day before on the 13th, we've got Winchester Royals and Strasburg Express. This game will be completely free thanks to the Lakin Warren Financial Group for sponsoring the event. What? And it will be at the Bridgeforth Field at Jim Burnett Park at 7. That's the local baseball team. Yes. You know, that's an, that's a great idea. A good suggestion to yeah. go. I mean, it's just... It's fun baseball. That's Americana at its best, but it's free. Yeah, and they're the really Winchester letting people Royals come in. are awesome. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm excited. I'll probably be there. Nice. Um. So then on the 14th, we've got Dance Under the Stars uh, to Motown Funk and today's hits with Soul Expression. Food, beer, hard cider, and wine will be available for purchase. Bring a chair. Gates open at 5:30 p.m. and food and drink stations will open at six, as well as galleries, gardens, and then music will begin at seven. Okay. That sounds fun, too. And then following that, on the 15th, celebrate summer and fabulous cars at the annual Museum of the Shenandoah Valley Antique and Modified Car Show. Cool. Coordinated by the Shenandoah region of the Antique Automobile Club of America. Bring the family to see an array of cars and vote for your favorite to win People's Choice Awards. And there will be food stands and fun for the whole family. 
See, these that's what I love about town because we do talk about a lot of the same venues each yeah. week, but they are they are just pumping out just fun things each and every weekend. Yeah. Shenandoah Valley, we've talked about um, Summer Music Theater. I know there's a new show, Hello Dolly, for that. Um, this weekend, you've got baseball, you've got farmer's markets. I mean, everywhere. Everywhere yeah. is, you know. Something for everybody. Something for everybody. Literally, you can be any age, um, any interests, and I promise you there is something within a 15-mile radius yep. of downtown Winchester. Yep. <laughs> well, thanks so much again for being with us, Madison. I love Thank it. You for love it when you're here. Thanks for joining us on this episode of Iconic Talk, all the rest of you. And um, we hope you learned something from today's episode and look forward to sharing more with you next week. Remember, when you look for a real estate professional, make sure they're experienced, innovative, personal, dedicated, and available. Yes, we appreciate you spending some of your valuable time with us, and we would love it if you would take a moment to subscribe and share this podcast with your friends. You can tell them that we can be found on Apple, Spotify, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Yep, thanks to our editor extraordinaire, Sonia Battaglia, and our social media queen, Liv Gordon. And until next time, think iconic. Iconic.